0: Good morning everybody and welcome to Restoring the Farmstead. This is Larry and it is the 12th of September 2019 and today is Chicken Processing Day. My wife is actually en route to Arthur, Illinois where they have a USDA poultry processing plant and she is taking 36, no, 38 Cornish Cross meat chickens up there for processing. We have been raising them for eight weeks and it's our second batch of chickens. And so uh, we've learned a little bit and uh, hopefully uh, we've done a better job for the chickens. Um, We want to be as humane as we can, give them good quality life for the short life that they have. But they are uh, right at about eight weeks old and uh, so they're on their way. Uh, we did notice that there was a little bit of weight difference between uh, our two chicken tractors, and that's because we had one chicken tractor for our first batch, and we knew we were going to build a second chicken tractor. So we got our our uh, we ordered forty chicks, and two didn't make it, but the way life is it was hard to get the chicken tra- the second chicken tractor finished so we moved about half the birds into the first chicken tractor and the others were in a um, you know one of those watering tanks like if you go to rural king or tractor supply and they've got their chick days you know what they typically keep them in so they were actually in that for longer than what we intended but uh, the lack of movement You know, and uh, and having the food readily available, they they gained more weight than the others. Uh, Not that we want to make a habit of that, um, but that's just how they they worked out. We'd rather have them, you know, a little bit lighter if it gives them, you know, a less stressed, you know, happier environment. You know, the chicken tractors lets us move them onto fresh grass each day, and sometimes if we're around, you know, we'll we'll move them twice a day. So that's that's kind of a good thing with them. So anyway, uh, my lovely wife is taking them up there, and they should be processed and ready for pickup at noon. So that'll put, we've eaten three chickens from the first batch, so uh, 38 and 22, uh, well, that makes 60 birds, doesn't it, if my math is right? Uh, so that's that's a good supply for the rest of the, the year till we raise some more next year. Uh, I'm sitting on the back deck and, and kind of looking out at the farmstead across the way. It's, I don't know, it's probably, I don't know if it is a full 600 feet over there, but uh, I can hear our ducks quacking and just kind of an interesting update. We had raised... Um, some did a rescue on the wild duck eggs. If you remember us talking about that from a previous podcast, and we had uh, a total out of the 10 eggs, six hatched out. We're, we're kind of fearful that two of them, uh, on their first day being released, wandered into the goat pen where the guardian dogs are, and we're kind of afraid that they may have gotten taken care of by the dogs. But the other four, we have them in a pen with the six um, uh, domestic ducks that are just a a hodgepodge mix of ducks. But what's been interesting, these wild ducks, they learned how to fly, and they started as a a foursome. They would fly around the, the farm at evening, and it was just so neat to see them do it. Well, over the past week, there's been more ducks. They've been flying more, making more flights during the day, and covering kind of a territory, and so they have picked up some friends. First, we saw five flying, then six, and then a couple of days after that, we saw nine that would fly together, and they would come over here and land, and and uh, sometimes they would split apart and they'd go back to their. I'm going to assume respective pond areas. But these, these four, they, they don't really want to have anything to do with our pond. Uh, they just, they, they come in, they'll eat, they hang out with the other ducks. But this morning when I went out to feed the ducks, uh, I, I startled the, the wild ones and they took off and all nine were in our pen. Uh, walking around, having conversation. The only thing I can think of is they're preparing for migration and they've been going around kind of building up their traveling party and one of these days we're just going to notice that they're gone and they didn't come back and hopefully next year they will find their way home and that would be that would just be the coolest thing going so that's kind of what's happening there i'm looking over at my tractor which is actually outside um uh, our, my main workhorse tractor is a 1968 John Deere 4020 propane with a wide front end, and I need that for the most work I do with it is with mowing my mom's conservation acreage. Uh, so I, it has not been running since last year, and have not been able to figure out what's wrong. I've talked to some different friends and family, and they couldn't figure out, you know, what was the the problem. Uh, it was uh basically, if I turned the key to start it, it would start up, and as long as I held the key in that you know start position, it would run, but as soon as I let up so it'd go into the normal run, it would die and finally, um at my counseling office, uh one of my clients who you know he has he's a small farmer, and he said uh did you ever get your tractor running and I said nope and i explained the problem he said here's what i think it is and i checked it out and guess what that's what the problem was it was the coil it was it was a bad coil i went down and picked up a uh, another coil put it in first time trying to start it it took off and ran like a dream so that's that's a good part there uh i've got the tractor running uh, the The bad part is I have very leaky um, seals on my cylinders for operating the mower for raising the side wings it's a fifteen foot across uh rhino and it just squirts out the fluid I put in four gallons and i'm 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 basically i'm empty again so i've uh, got to make arrangements to get it down to uh, the uh, uh, to a mechanic uh, place and have them redo the seals, which will be a few hundred dollars and uh, but hopefully that'll give me a good long life on the the cylinders again for and I won't have to be buying <laughs> five gallons of of uh, hydraulic fluid uh, every few days that I'm using it. So, But I am so tickled to have the tractor running. Uh, I'm going to do some moving around also of stuff in the machine shed. We need to do a big clean out. We need to get a dumpster and just get rid of a bunch of stuff that it's just clutter. It's just clutter. If you've got a farm, I'm sure you've got clutter too. But, well, that's that's the main things that's happening. I've been getting some mowing done out there and trying to knock down trees in the CRP. I did scare up four pheasant the other day, uh, hen pheasants here near our house, and I scared up another hen pheasant out where I was starting to do some of the mowing, but we're, you know what, we're we're halfway through uh, uh, September, and whatever stuff I need to move around before the rains come in October, I've got to get going, so... Anyway, that's it for today. I hope you uh, are all having a good day and, and make the most of your farmstead living or interest in farmstead living. Have a great one. Take care. Bye.